0: Hey everybody, we're still here at Jamstack Conf in San Francisco and I'm talking to Ire. Ire, do you want to just give a brief introduction, who you are, why you're important, all that stuff?
1: Yeah, so hi everyone, uh, my name is Irei, I'm a front end developer, uh, I live in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, oh cool. Yeah, so I'm very jet-lagged right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you a React developer who builds large applications for your organization? With NX, you can build your apps in a monorepo alongside your backend code and share code between React and other frameworks. You'll also get advanced code generation and automatically configured tooling like Cypress, Jest, and Prettier to simplify your workload. You'll build higher quality apps, share more across teams, and focus less time on configuration. Visit nx.dev react to get Narwhal's free open source set of extensible dev tools.
1: So I work at BuyCoins, which is a cryptocurrency exchange for okay. Africa. So we're kind of similar to Coinbase, but we're mm-hmm. serving the Nigerian and soon-to-be African market.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. I have about a million questions about that, but I'm totally <laughs> going to skip them all. You gave a lightning talk here at Jamstack Conf. Do you want to just give us kind of the two-minute elevator pitch on what that's about?
1: Okay, yeah. So, I mean, the title of my talk is really a mouthful. So it's, I think it's Headless Chrome and Cloudinary for Progressive enhanced dynamic content on the web
0: <laughs> yeah that's a lot yeah exactly. you want to break it down
1: <laughs> yeah so basically i was talking about a project i did so i created an embed for can i use so you can on your website or blog or wherever embed information from can i use uh-huh. and i was thinking about how i could progressively enhance that because it's reliant on JavaScript. Right. So the idea I had was to use a Puppeteer to get a screenshot of the embed and use Cloudinary to host that and serve that as like the fallback for if the embed never loads, if there's no JavaScript. So okay. it's like creating that progressive enhancement for the dynamic content on the web. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> now we have people at all stages of their careers. Do you want to just give a brief explanation of what Progressive Enhancement is?
1: Yeah, so Progressive Enhancement is basically the approach of building your websites, your web apps, or whatever, in a way that it works for as many different devices and browsers as possible. Mm -hmm. So, instead of thinking, like, okay, I'm going to build my site and I'm going to use React or something, where it's like a simple blog for example, right. think about oh, okay, well, React might not work in everywhere, so right. where can I start with that provides the base experience for right. the most amount of people and then if the person is visiting in a browser that can actually handle React, then mm-hmm. maybe add that, but start from a point where you're providing an experience that works for everyone.
0: That makes yeah. sense. So, so yeah, essentially... The idea is, yeah, you start with the base experience, like you said, and then they get a nicer phone, they get on a little bit better network speed, you know, things like that, where, yeah, it can handle a little bit more, yeah, then it just does more and more stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's about, like, enhancing the experience, as it says, like, in the name, (laughs) right? rather than starting from the end goal and then thinking, oh, how can I backtrack to make this work for other people? Because it's much harder to do it that way than to start from... The basic experience right. and improve up. No, that yeah. makes sense.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you, you have a basic experience that works, and then yeah, pile stuff on top of it instead of trying yeah. to pull it all back off. And
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you get these systems, and you said you essentially took a screenshot, and then you would just embed the, the yeah. image of the widget.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: So how does that work then? Because aren't people expecting the widgets to do things?
1: Yeah. So it's primarily meant to be like a fallback or Uh a... So for example, the example I always give is that um, I use this on my blog very frequently. And I send my blog out as uh, an email as well as you can... Oh, like, okay. have it in the actual site. If you're using it in the email, the embed is not going to work there right. because JavaScript is not going to work in your email inbox. So for that person, they would see the image, but if you go and visit the site, then you would have the embed that's more interactive and it. you can actually like get more information. Yeah,
0: yep. and then you just use Cloudinary to make sure that it's the right size and resolution for whatever medium you are going to use.
1: Yeah, what's really cool about Cloudinary is that you can have many different like file formats sizes all of that so i basically just upload the image to them and they handle all of that for me and i can just say what i actually do is use the picture element which allows you to provide like as many different sources that you want so i right. try webp if the browser doesn't support webp it will try a png or jpeg or just mm-hmm. the regular image if it if right. the picture element isn't even supported so it's a really nice way to try and provide the best experience for people in the browsers that can actually have that experience and then also good experiences for people who are like using emails or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah, and it seems like in a lot of cases when we're doing our own web development, you know, we're running on a really nice MacBook Pro or something like that, right? (laughs) So you don't even think about it and then it's like, well, you know, there are these people that live away from, you know, the technological hubs that don't have that kind of access or can't afford a nice device or things like that. And so, yeah, they they have a different experience. And you don't even see it because you don't have a machine that that operates that way.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's very different, the people who develop the apps Mm -hmm. than the people who use the apps. (laughs) Right. So um, I think being in Nigeria has sort of helped me see that more. Especially because, like, when I found out that Opera Mini was a thing, for example, that was like a huge shock to me. And then I realized, oh, wait, nobody is using like my thousand plus dollar MacBook Pro. Like, especially if I'm building a product for the vast majority of Nigerians, Mm -hmm. most people use um, mobile devices anyway, and most people use more lower end mobile devices that was kind of like a wake-up call for me to realize oh wait i can try and if i'm building products for this market i can't just be like building for my laptop because nobody else is using that laptop it's just me yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that makes sense this episode is sponsored by sentry.io recently i came across a great tool for tracking and monitoring problems in my apps then i asked them if they wanted to sponsor the show and allow me to share my experience with you Finally, it has a user feedback system built in that you can use to get information from your users. Oh, and I also love that they support open source to the point where they actually open source Sentry if you want to self-host it. Use the code devchat at sentry.io to get two months free on Sentry's small plan. That's code devchat at sentry.io. So how does this fit in with the idea of the JAMstack?
1: The JAMstack is really interesting because it's almost like going, it's trying to focus on providing that fastest experience I think Mm -hmm. because they move a lot of the what used to be I guess client side rendering Mm -hmm. they try and move that to a build step right so people using stuff like static site generators Mm -hmm. whereas like the in the blog example instead of using like react for your blog you could use something like I don't know Gatsby Mm -hmm. or something where all of that building of the site itself happens Mm it's actually deployed so at the end what the user sees is just a static website which is the best and probably the most performance for especially that type of content so I think Jamstack is really interesting and um, it's also really empowering for us as front-end developers Mm -hmm. because it just enables us to do so much more without having to deal with those back-end people (laughs)
0: yeah Oh, the back-end people
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah Yeah, I've been one of those back-end people for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with, with our content site, right, for the podcast, it we started out on WordPress and then moved into our own Ruby on Rails application, mm-hmm. right, but then moved back to WordPress, and eventually it was, well, we kind of create the content once and then we don't ever update it, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jamstack made a lot of sense there. And then, like you said, right? Then we can take that as the baseline experience and we can, okay, now we're gonna add this feature on, we're gonna add this other feature on, and you know, if if you're on a device that doesn't support it, it just doesn't show up. Super cool. So if I wanted to do some of the things in your approach, how do I get started?
1: With progressive enhancement? Yeah. Um, hmm, good. that's a good question. (laughs) I guess it really does depend on what exactly it is you're trying to build. But the way I see it is ultimately the best thing you can ship to the browser is like HTML right. and CSS. Mm-hmm. A little bit of JavaScript that isn't like dependent on, right. like the site isn't dependent on, rather. So if you start from that like concept that the best thing that you can do is just ship plain HTML, CSS, then you can start to pile things on from there. Right. So as much as possible, like see how you can get that shipped before you think about how to improve. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Is there a yeah. place that people can go and see the example that you put together with Mary and Uptier?
1: Yeah, so um, I wrote some articles about it. I'm probably going to do more because as I mentioned in my talk, I recently... Like from three a.m. this morning, decided to change almost everything. <laughs> so, because I moved a bunch of things to Netlify functions, but what I would say is, if you go to the repository, which is open source, so you can see what is there right now, it's just can I use embed, or if you go to can I use bits of code de, that's the site where it's. Posted and then you can go to the repo and everything from there and also like the blog itself i'll probably write more about it and you can just search there
0: cool hey folks this is charles maxwood and i just launched my book the max coder's guide to finding your dream developer job it's up on amazon we self-published it i would love your support if you want to go check it out you can find it there the max coder's guide to finding your dream developer job have a good one max out And if people want to follow you online or see what you're working on these days, are you on Twitter and GitHub and places like that?
1: Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, I I can try and spell it, it's just that it's really long. (laughs) But it's I-R-E-A-D-E-R-I-N-O-K-U-N. That is my Twitter handle. It's also like my domain name, so that.com. Yeah, and if you go to the Can I Use website, you can probably trace me from there.
0: Sounds good. We have really good show notes, folks, so they can transcribe that. (laughs) It'll be in the show notes. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) So, yeah, folks, we'll make it easy. You can click it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. And is that your GitHub handle as well?
1: It's actually shorter. It's I-R-E-A-D-E. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I
0: can remember that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I should use that more often, but I don't know. I think I, make, I like to make it hard for people. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Make
0: sure they really want it.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Good deal. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming and talking to me for a few minutes. And
1: yeah, no problem.
0: Yeah, I'll encourage people to go check out your talk uh, when they get them posted. Yeah.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by CashFly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with CashFly. Visit dot com to learn more.